0: Welcome to Strap On Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have a ministry and business coach with me, Yanni Grazianopoulos. Thanks for coming to the show, man.
1: Jason, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Cool, man. I'm excited to have you. And the topic we're, we're going to cover today is really good. I like it. It's how to manage your time and avoid burnout, which a lot of people, if they listen to my podcast, they know I've already mentioned a lot of health and wellness tips and the things that I do on a daily basis. So I'm curious to hear what your angle is on this. And let's start out with, uh, the first step would be, how do you even get into that burnout mode in the first place? Like what, what do people do that gets them burnt out?
1: a really great question.
0: And it, it, I'm going to give you practical
1: tips through this, but one of the most important things to understand is burnout calendaring. It, it, it all starts here. It's a, it's a mindset right? So, um, it's that mindset of it's all, there's a couple mindsets. It's all going to fall apart without me, right? Which isn't true. And if it is true, you have bigger problems, um, right. It's all going to fall apart without me, or, uh, I'm going to get fired. If I ever say no again, which usually isn't true. And if it is true, you need a new job, right? So it comes from a fear and insecurity of, okay, I have to overextend and, What people don't realize, Jason, is when you say yes to something, you're saying no to a bunch of other things, right? So when you say yes to work, you're saying no to family. Uh, When you say yes to work, you're saying no to the things at home. Uh, and, And so you have to understand a lot of times we just don't see the mindset, the full picture of, hey, I just said yes to this. How many no's did that stack up as well?
0: so how do you avoid that? Is it like listing out the things you're saying no to and then put like a yes, no column and like, okay, I'm saying yes to one thing and no to 10, but I really want to do these 10 things. So is that, (laughs) is it like visualization of the things that you're missing out on or?
1: Yeah. And and it's a great question. Depends who you are as a person, right? So for those of you that are visual people, Absolutely um, knowing, okay, here's my time frame for work. Here's my time frame for family. Here's right. So it, it's okay to put some things in boxes and then realize that anything that comes outside of that box. Okay. Here's the list of things you're saying no to. Right. And by the way, it, as you mentioned, it's not a one for one. Oh, if I need to stay at work for an extra hour, that means that means everything, the rest of the day stacks up, you actually will lose a few more things. There's times where that has to happen. But if that starts to become a norm, then you start to hit the trend to burnout. For those of you that maybe you think a little more analytically, then literally, and, and maybe this is the place for both of you, is really having a calendar, right? And we get, a lot of us, when we get into work or we get into business, we get very focused on our calendar, right? There's appointments, there's things to do. It's very important that you calendar out even your personal life, right? So block that time out to spend some time with this specific kid. Or block that time out to spend some time with your spouse and what you'll block that time out for dinner and and dishes. And what you'll start to see is as you block out the family time, it starts to become real clear. Oh, okay. So I'm going to give an extra hour to work. In order to block that hour out, right, because instead of being off at 5, I'm going to go 5 to 6, well, you, you have to pay that time. And, and, and that's – let me kind of shift to we talk about spending money. We also talk about spending time. When you view time as a spendable thing, well,
0: time is more valuable than money because you can't get it back. You can earn more money, but you can't get more time. And we keep we keep talking about time repeatedly here. It's a putting things to categories, putting things onto your calendar, blocking out hours for family. I mean, is that really the the main piece here? Is figuring out what amount of time you need to set for work. Uh, Maybe it's a project. Maybe it's a passion project. Maybe it's your family. Is that really what we're talking about here? One of the, and
1: thank you for clarifying that. And that's exactly where I was going. What do you do with something that you spend? You budget it. And that's what we're talking about. The way, one of the main tips to avoid burnout is budget your time. Why? Because you know with your money, okay, you know what? We're going to go take a trip this weekend. And where's that? 500 or thousand dollars going to come from all right it's going to come from this savings account and this and we're not going to do this and works right you reapportion that money that's how a budget works when you say yes to that extra thing whether personal or in 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 work you've got to reallocate it in that budget and so a calendar is a great place to have a time budget and that really starts to help you see whoa this is not a one for one when i give that extra hour at work it takes away a couple hours because everything starts to stack up.
0: Let's dive into something for a second. You mentioned uh, this trip, right? I know a lot of people out there personally met who spent not 500 or or $1,000, but maybe $5,000 on a family trip somewhere for a week or something. And it blows my mind because when they get home, they complain about being broke. And <laughs> not being able to get out of the hole, not being able to what they say is, I can't get ahead. How do you get ahead? You know, I'm always behind. And I'm like, well, the first step is not spending $5,000 on a trip. That's number one. Number two is cut as many expenses as you can. But this is, we're talking about money here. Money is something you can eventually climb out of a hole if you do things right. How do you climb out of the time suck hole? How do you climb out of the burnout hole? If yeah. you are, like, like, let me give you an example. If you are a family man, you have a wife and kids and you are up for a promotion at your job, or you're an entrepreneur running a business, even better, and you're on the cusp of greatness, you're on the cusp of getting an investor and taking your company to the next level where you can hire employees, which is even more time, but you're neglecting your family, and your relationship is strained, how do you repair all, how do you, what do you do, man? Like, yeah. that's, that's a lot of Band-Aids, you know?
1: It It is, and, and, and I want to highlight one thing. You mentioned the big trip. It's interesting. If you look at statistics, they've actually done psychological studies on this. It's better to take smaller trips. When you're taking a $5,000 big trip, you're super excited leading up to it. But I mean, there's this pressure. Nothing can go wrong on the trip. This has to be the best I have. That's a lot of pressure. That actually, by the way, that trip can help lead to burnout, right? But when you take smaller Excursions, getaways. That if it, if it's not as big, it's not as big. If it's not as long, it's not as long. Less pressure actually will drive more rest. Okay. Now to the question that you asked, and especially with an entrepreneur, and you mentioned neglecting your family. This is where that. What do we do with the What do we do with the budget? Hopefully, right? The family's involved. At least the the adults are involved. They agree, okay, this is where we're going to spend our money. Time is the same way. You have to, as a family, we've done this. Look, I own my own business, um, two of them actually. And and there's been seasons where I've looked at my family and I've said, guys, I think for three months, we've got to drive it here. We've got to push it. And they go, okay, we see it. And so then we're all on board of the time commitment. We've, we've all bought in. We're all investors of time in the time budget,
0: let me stop and, you for a second please. how how do you get how do you get them on board if they don't want to be on board? You might be married to someone or have kids that don't understand what you're doing, or the wife doesn't or the husband whoever the the spouse does not want to get on board because they don't get what you're doing they don't understand your mindset. They married you. Knowing you're crazy and that you're going to be doing all this crazy stuff, let's get you know, let's get real here. They know you're you're not all there, right? You're doing these out of these fant- fantastical things, but they don't quite get it and they can't get on board and they're just angry at you. What do you do in that case?
1: Um, so in that case, you, I was going to make a joke, but it, none of it was going to come out well. Hey, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm jokes are good. <laughs> yeah, I was I, all the ones playing through. I'm like. None of those are good. I'm going to censor that. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. And this actually moves into another piece that I do a lot of coaching on. Perfect. Look, if, if you're going to lead, you have to be able to influence, right? Old school John Maxwell. And to influence, you have to cast vision. There's an old, very, very old proverb that says, without vision, the people perish. So what I find most leaders don't know how to do is actually lead. They don't know how to cast vision. They don't know how to influence. They don't know sometimes how to sell, right? Sell what you're doing. The first people before you ever do anything as an owner that you need to cast vision with is your family. You, Hey, this is what we're doing. Let's get on. They need to be the investors. They don't have any money. They have time. Right. That's what leads to burnout is why? Because if they're not on board with the investment of time, then they start becoming the drain suck where they need to be the pickup, right? Your spouse needs to look at you and say, You need support. You need support you need because support.
0: you're you're by yourself mostly, unless you have a team, but you're by yourself. And if you don't get support from them, you're gonna end up resenting each other, you're not gonna be happy with each other, you're gonna have these unresolved issues that keep boiling and boiling and growing and growing until it blows up and then you get divorced, right? And, and you gotta you gotta avoid that. So yeah. I like I like the idea of influencing your family family, and of course, your friends too. And here's the thing, a lot of entrepreneurs, and you know this, I'm sure, is they usually fail quite a few times before they succeed, right? It's all a learning process. So what if you have failed, let's just say two times, and your family, they jumped on board the train, you know, and you you influenced them. And they're like, again, another thing, like, I mean, enough's enough, we've lost this much money, this much time, and you say, but this time, it's it's going to work because of this, 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 and this. And look, we, I've already gotten some traction and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, how do you get past those old wounds and, and to...
1: Well, look at, look at what you're saying. This time, this time, they're telling you, hold on. We don't have their burnt out. We don't have capital in the, in the time budget to invest again. So... Uh, Look, this has happened to me. This is not these are not my first businesses. Uh my very first business went okay. My second I would deem as a colossal failure other than the lessons learned, right? Um I had to I had to replenish. I had some time debts I needed to pay, right? So you have to again look at it as creditors. You don't just you don't just have a business fail and then all of a sudden start it again. No, you, there's, there's it it, it takes time. Now I want to, if you don't mind, I want to address something that you said. That's for your family. That's in burnout. What do you do if you're in burnout? Number one, don't get into burnout. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why I say that
0: easier said than done. (laughs) it, It is,
1: it is, is it's incredibly difficult to get out. It's not impossible, but it's difficult. And you know, you're in burnout. Here's one of the main signs. When you go to sit down at your whatever you do, and you just have to self-speak yourself, okay, come on, you can work. Come on, here we go. Just start. Just get started. That's an initial sign of burnout. If you hear yourself doing that, you need need to make some changes. If you're in burnout, then you absolutely need to make some changes. God forbid. Say it.
0: God forbid, man.
1: Right, right. Here's how you know you're in burnout. You're in a meeting, you know the subject is important, and you don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's bad. (laughs) But I'm telling you, owners, entrepreneurs, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And look, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you from my personal experience, I've experienced burnout, right? I mean, we all have. There were the, the 16 hour days, seven days a week. We've done it. We've been there. We had to do what we had to do. I always tell people you have to do the hard things and the, the right things that will allow you to, to be where you want to be. And it's hard. It's not easy, but over the years, I've been able to slowly and surely be able to not focus so much on work and take more breaks. So my perspective is to, and this might not be for everybody, but every morning do yoga, every afternoon meditate, every day go for walks. I do those three things and exercise and eat healthy and it keeps me from getting burnout because it keeps my mind you know, clear, it keeps my body healthy and it keeps me from always being at the desk. So I don't know if you tell people that too, but that's kind of one of the things that really helped me.
1: So mine's kind of similar. Uh I'm actually uh in my moonlighting time. Actually you mentioned I'm a ministry coach, right? So I'm an ordained pastor. So I I tell people, look, uh you definitely should spend some time in the morning in the beginning praying. Um my relationship with Christ is part of what keeps me energetic and and, and happy. Um and and I, I do the same thing with walks. Um, food is very important. Exercise is very important. I recommend, uh, the plant paradox book. If you're looking uh, at diet and getting more energy, um, I think his name's Dr. Gundry. Um, why look, if you don't have a, a, again, without vision, the people perish. So if you don't have a vision and what I have found is that for most people who don't have vision, they don't understand, Hey, they're not asking the questions. Where did I come from and where am I going? Where am I going in this life? Where am I going when I die? And without that, you're just, you're on the rabbit wheel, right? You're hamster wheel. You're just running. That will lead, right? You mentioned the 16 hour days. You're right. We've all been there. What's the difference between the 16 hour days where you win and the 16 hour days where you burn out? And it's not actually winning. It's vision, right? Because you can, I've seen many people win and quit. Why? Because they got to the winner circle. They're burned and go, out. You know, not even that. Not even that. They got to the winner's circle and went. This isn't what I wanted.
0: No. Yeah, it's not this even what they expected.
1: Yeah, this isn't my vision. Yeah. So, not having a vision, not knowing where you're going, even if you're not working 16 hour days, you're going to burn. I agree, 100%. Without vision, the people perish. Hundred percent.
0: Awesome, man. This is great. And um, where can people find out more about what you do, what you offer, anything that you have for my listeners?
1: Yeah, so we, our website is Graz, GRATS, G R A T S, GRATSLLC.com. So uh, when you go there, there's an entire section that's all about free trainings. There's videos, there's podcasts, there's blogs, all free trainings. Um, you will notice that it is primarily focused on the first few pages to this ministry coaching endeavor um but as you go through the blogs you'll see that it's business coaching uh some of it's just life we taught in fact the very first blog i wrote was on this subject and the importance of rest nice. so when you go there you will absolutely again there's hours of materials to follow up on this very uh process and discussion dot com.
0: check it out everybody and Yanni. Thanks. It was a pleasure, man. This is uh, hopefully helpful for people either experiencing burnout or getting into burnout. Avoid it like the plague. And uh, again, man, thanks again. And everybody, I will see you all in next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at JasonSherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.